Hey everyone, this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA. I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries. Since we last spoke, there has been quite a shift in the teams that we rated up on top of each conference. Uh, while the Boston Celtics maintained the lead, their losses to the warriors and the clippers raised some questions also they had an overtime game against the lakers so it raised some questions about are they really the most dominant team in the east similarly in the west we put phoenix suns over everyone else and then this went to and went and lost five consecutive games in fact six and seven they are currently beating the clippers uh, the last i checked at the start of the fourth quarter so probably a little bit of improvement but they've slipped to fourth in the western conference uh, the memphis grizzlies after the win today and followed by the pelicans loss have gone to the top of the western conference the pelicans are second whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast join us tanvi and shlok we are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy mindset and everything sport so tune in to the millennial athlete every monday only on the ivm podcast network trust us it's going to be lit i want to start off today's episode with the pelicans because this is a team i've been following quite a bit in the last few weeks and they seem entertaining they seem fun they seem dominant and they seem like a team that could really surprise a few teams first of all what do you think are the, is the ceiling for this pelicans unit the only thing they lack in my opinion is experience they have everything else yeah so maybe um <coughs> excuse me maybe like the memphis grizzlies not too long ago mm-hmm. where Uh, they got to the playoffs and I was saying, okay, I'll see it when I believe it because first time was typically don't tend yeah. to do spectacularly well. And that's pretty much it. That's the only thing they lack. And they're doing all this uh, with Zion's fit, first of all. That's a big, big plus. Uh, he's not only their best player, he's probably their talisman already. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and this is with Ingram sitting out for yep. stretches yep. at a time. And Herb so Jones sitting out. Very, that's uh, two of their starting very impressive. Players. Yeah, yeah, so very impressive. Um I I actually think this team can do okay in the playoffs. I'll trust them a little more than the Grizzlies. My issue with the Grizzlies apart from being first time or playoff teams and and in general very young um was that it was too much of a jam run show. Yeah. Yeah. It can kind of work, but you need a certain amount of experience to be able to close out games cuz it skill alone can't close out games as you get to quarter four, it's going to take a lot of tactics mind games you need to know what's coming the teams will try to frustrate you there'll be gamesmanship they'll slow the game down all of, all of the stuff that don't probably suit your natural game uh, something that Lillard had to figure out over time right so for me that was the issue with the grizzlies with the pelicans i don't have that problem because it's it's a, it's a real squad mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's not like they have knocked it fucking things up yeah. uh, this season not included uh, so yeah in they have a good squad i like this team probably around 2 maybe I like Maybe, I mean they have a nice bench also, right? If you exclude the starters, which is yeah. CJ Ingram, Herb Jones, uh, Zion, and Valanciunas, they have Alvarado of the bench. Trey Murphy, mm-hmm. the third of the bench, is awesome. They picked up the Dyson Daniels in this year's draft. That guy is one hell of a defender. I mean, is fun. Remember Herb Jones last season? The Dyson Daniels is similar. He won't score a lot, but he can defend anyone. Najee Marshall, whom they just suddenly discovered. I don't know where he came from, but he's awesome. Uh, 
they have bunch of players larry nance jr yeah. has proven to be useful in the recent past so it's a lot of it's a lot of good of of the bench kind of player the starting lineup is awesome valanciunas probably i don't know if he's the best fit out there but he can do his bit he can rebound he can score the three yeah, he's all right yeah. and he's, he's selfless he doesn't need a lot of the ball like a certain vucevic so he's good uh i like the suns team one thing about the the difference between this suns team and last year's sorry the pelicans team and last year's grizzlies team is that i didn't really like the grizzlies team a lot they were annoying <laughs> like they yeah. were winning but they were annoying they were talking too much for a team that didn't That's win true. a lot yeah. Yeah. Like they were getting into a lot of trash talking with the Warriors and stuff. Who have done it all, right? Like the Pelicans seem much more like a nicer team. You saw Zion do that dunk at the end of the game last week, and then he kind of apologized for it in a way against the Suns. He didn't really apologize. Zion's always been a nice guy. Yeah, he's been injured, like, but he's been a nice guy. You you kind of root for teams that are humble and like okay, we have still something to achieve before we go out and blow our trumpets, right? I I like this Pelicans team. I think they can make a run. I, I don't think they'll win it all, but I really think they no, can. Of course not. Yeah, but you know what? This team are playing this well without two of their starters. They have all the picks in the world to go out and upgrade the team wherever they want to, right? They have all yeah. the picks enough to even make a move like Kevin Durant if they wanted. They have. Yeah, exactly. Picks, and they don't need those picks because they've done a great job with the ones that they have. So exactly. Do you see someone like a Kevin Durant in this team? Like you can trade off Ingram and whatever picks they want, and. Say Kevin Durant instead of that, that be a championship team, won't it? That would. I don't know if um, I don't know if a New Orleans, the city, can land a player like uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Durant. That's challenge one. Challenge two. I think uh, this organization firmly sees Zion as their future. I yeah. don't quite think it's still an organization that you know, like the Warriors do every season. It's championship or bust for them. Yeah. It's either we win the chip or we're building for a chip or we try and and die. Uh, it's like that. I don't know if the Pelicans are there yet. They still seem to be behaving like a a small market team, though they've yeah. made all the right moves of a championship yeah. team. Yeah. It, it's still like we want to fill seats, we want to be profitable. This is a business, blah blah blah. So we need a star attraction. If that's the mindset, uh, then Zion is their most prized possession, and they wouldn't want to do anything that irks Zion now. Zion, from all evidence, seems like the kind of nice guy who will get along with any yeah. uh, star player. But I don't know if this squad can handle Kevin Durant's ego mm-hmm. and and all the shit he says. And it, it's he's not both Kevin Durant and Kyrie. KD gets less shit compared to Kyrie, but KD says some of the dumbest things off the court. Yeah. And he's got a podcast too, so he's talking a whole lot more than he should be. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. I know KD, but I think they can land a big fish for sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe not at the caliber of KD, but enough to to genuinely make them a contender. I agree. I agree. One more difference between this team and the Grizzlies of last year is that the experienced personnel, right? The Grizzlies didn't have anyone who was experienced. I think Stephen Adams was probably the most yeah. level-headed in that team. This team has CJ McCollum, who is probably is the president of NBPA. So they have a level-headed person over there, and he's a ball handler as well, right? So Valanciunas has been there a bunch of times. Larry Nance has been to the playoffs with, yeah. with a whole set of squads. True. So, so I think that's okay. one thing that differentiates this team uh, with the Grizzlies team. Let's move on to the Suns, who were the who were our top team last time we spoke, but now they've flipped the fourth. <laughs> losses to Dallas, lost to Celtics, yeah. two times losses to the Pelicans, and one loss to the Rockets. The Rockets one, I'll put it aside because that can happen on a bad day, but. Four teams that you would probably meet in the playoffs, right? Dallas, Pelicans definitely are a playoff team now. Celtics, if you went to the NBA final, you'd meet them. 
and you lost to them not just lost you lost convincingly to all of them huh. is this the drop off for the phoenix suns that we expected like i was thinking that phoenix suns have been at the top for 2 years didn't really their time was over like you had your chance you blew it you didn't really go anywhere and i thought this was the year that they would drop off because chris paul was clearly aging devin booker is obviously elevating but the team seemed like they had hit a plateau and now they'll go downstairs they didn't seem to do it at the start of the season but now do you think this is the drop off or i'm just thinking too much into the small phase of five games yeah probably thinking too much um i i've never been very high on the uh, on the suns right as well as very clear there's no way they're winning shit in this league not at that squad when they got to the finals i got a little jittery but now of course they were two nil up even until yeah. then i had yeah. no doubt that the bucks would crush them but then the bucks crushed them so um and that was basically just evidence on on like one game where ad was fit Yeah. And uh, Aiden couldn't do shit against him. And I'm like, if that's yeah. AD, God, God bless you, Adianis. Yeah. Um, I, I do the why do the Suns matter? I think that's my question. They matter only because the West is kind of a little lopsided. Uh, one one season, and now. then I know. So either the West is lopsided, or it's competitive, but with a lot of mediocrity compared to the East, where it's it's extremely top heavy. All of a sudden, the East has become the West. Yeah. They've been on top sure. So as Utah before this, they've been a top 2, top 3 whatever team for a while and then did what with it? They finally dismantled everything. Rudy Gobert went and pissed off another squad. Um Mitchell's signing in Cleveland. Utah kind of and they're doing okay. So I don't know how that worked okay. out for the UK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the Suns it's a bit like that. I think I don't know if the Suns will drop off, but I think Chris Paul like his best years are are way behind him. I think this yeah. this season's probably his last even half decent season and then he's done so they've got a decision to make there um campaign steps up all right but i don't know if like if chris paul goes is he or starting not um, in the playoffs regular yeah. season maybe not in the playoffs yeah yeah so they'll need they'll need some roster movement aiton still cries like a little boy from time to time and he's uh, he, yeah and for the slump he was complaining that uh, the teams that they study pre game uh, yeah. by looking at uh, game highlights and match footage are not the teams they see on the floor everyone steps up uh, steps up their game again this like, shut up man yeah yeah they haven't found so, a crowder yeah. replacement yet as well right do you have any names that you think can fill in that number 4 slot right now it's tory craig and i don't think tory craig is a long term option hey man i picked him in fantasy don't don't say that that was supposed to be my fantasy tip for nice today swing. <laughs> yeah gives you 38 one game 20 the other so okay, i'll live with it There are rumors um, of John Collins of Atlanta being uh, linked to a move to Phoenix. Yeah, he's, another, he's another one of those. Him and and Miles Turner, like every every month or so, there are rumors, and yeah. this has been for the past three years minimum, True. True. and nothing ever happened. So I know, John Collins would be amazing, by the way, for for the yeah. Suns. And I'm looking forward. I'm saying this season the bust. They'll do something, but they, it's not worth shouting out. Um, it, getting Collins is a good move for the for the future for a Chris Paul less future with. With Booker clearly as the cornerstone of the franchise, they get John Collins. I don't know if they keep Aiton in that future. Mm-hmm. They clearly don't value him enough for a max contract. Yeah, uh, yeah. might as well you know. Okay, flip but they for... matched the minute the Indiana Pacers offered him a contract, they matched it right away. Yeah, because so, he's a tradable this... asset. Why do we? Why mm-hmm. you know? Why would you let him go? But that's what it. That's what all he is for me. At least in their eyes, I think he's a he's a tradable asset. So. Um, if I were the Suns, I'd be thinking, how do I set up for next season? <laughs> Sadly, oh, <wow. laughs> like so the season's no gone. No way around for them. They 
lose something. Second round playoffs. That's about it. I mean, isn't this an opportunity for them to reach the finals at least? Because the West, like you said, is very unpredictable. There's the Warriors who are struggling. The conference the finals, players, or like the finals, finals, Western finals, and they can reach the NBA finals. Because, yeah, maybe because the Warriors are struggling. The Grizzlies are still inexperienced. The Pelicans are inexperienced, like we spoke about. Dallas are struggling, and they have, just have Luca. Clippers, no idea how which Clippers will turn up. Lakers, we don't know. Hmm? Portland, we don't know. I don't think they're as good as the Suns anyway. No, no, Lakers, we know. <laughs> <laughs> And Lakers, Denver Nuggets. You, know. you probably have Denver Nuggets, who's probably stronger than the Phoenix Suns right now. Yeah, man, they're not uh, they're not beating the Nuggets uh, for sure yeah. if they phase mm-hmm. off, unless yeah. the Nuggets get knocked out by some fluky uh, yeah. run. I wouldn't be so sure against the Grizzlies or the Pelicans also mm-hmm. over a season. Uh, Grizzlies, this is year two in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think they're quite the pushover they were last season in the playoffs. Um, I think the Grizzlies are giving Suns problems and with their uh, fitness track record, I won't be surprised if they lose but with calls like some one big injury and, and they're done. I wouldn't trust them against the Pelicans. I wouldn't pick them over the Grizzlies. I certainly won't pick them over the Nuggets. So that's at least three teams. Three teams better than you or that could knock you off in the playoffs. That's good enough for me to say okay. they're not going to make it to the finals at least. Maybe they yeah. get lucky to the conference finals. Fair enough. And you also have to mention that Luca himself was alone to knock them off last season. So why not again? Luke, I, I don't know what it is with Luca. I don't know if the coach has slept with his mom or something. With Clippers and Suns, he just <laughs> he steps it up like nothing else with these two teams. Regardless, like no stakes, random mid-season <laughs> match, nobody cares about. Boom. <laughs> You're talking about the Grizzlies. They're on top of the West. They deserve a mention. Mm-hmm. You know what? They have not played a single minute with their preferred starting five this season. This the like Grizzlies the are top? Season. What is happening in the West? Yeah, man? because Desmond Bain is out now. Ja Moran uh-huh. sat out a lot of games. Uh, uh-huh. Jaron Jackson Jr. is not available for a bunch of time and he just retired. <clears throat> so, they've not played a single minute with any of the starting five together. Yeah. Yeah. And they're still on top of the West. Is Maybe that's why they're not. <laughs> they've uh-huh. always had injury troubles, right? Ra- right from last year. Yeah. yeah. Is this season that the Grizzlies ri- really punch their weight above the rest. I think so. I love the squad. I, I mean, there was a good squad last year also if they could only yeah. shut the fuck up. Uh, it was a squad where everyone can't do it. It's a bit like Jazz, but at a much higher level. Um, uh, or or maybe the old Cleveland if you could find some star power there. Yeah. Because everyone comes to the party. I know numbers... Um, yeah. it, like, Jamarant is clearly a star. And even in the playoffs, even when they no- got knocked out, he... He proved that at least he belonged on the big stages. Yeah. Desmond uh, Bain too. Bain too, absolutely. Dylan Brooks, like him. Jaren yeah, Jackson, even your block party. Steven Adams, screen party. Uh, the only guy I am not really too wild about is Conchar. I, I, I quite often find myself questioning what he's doing in the lineup. Maybe replace him with Tyus Jones, I don't know. Right? You know that's the only question mark for me. Uh, uh, maybe they get lucky with the move. I don't know. But I like this team. Uh, deep playoff run this year for me, actually. For the, yeah, for the Grizzlies. I, I'd be following them. Hey, everyone. It's been another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. Attention, please. Your favorite finance podcast is getting bigger and better. For all you loyal listeners, we present you Club Pesa Vesa. What's special? Well, get the latest episodes three days before release. Content that is ad-free. Bonus content and access to the full show archive. So get your yearly membership today for only rupees 6.99 log on to club.ivmpodcast.com/pesavesa
On Cyrus says, joining Cyrus is his friend, comedian and actor Suresh Menon. Their conversation ranges from taking digs at one another to Suresh's current corporate stint. On this round is on me. Gauri welcomes the pioneer of the Indian fine dining business, Rahul Akerkar. They talk about the ins and outs of creating a successful restaurant brand and Rahul's journey so far. On Pop Rap, Snehil, Abbas and Antriksh discuss the movies and TV shows they are looking forward to the most in 2023. And on the origin of things, Chuck drops hints about one of the most famous figures in the world of rock music. Tune into the episode to find out who it is. Once again, do not forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcast.com. We have got some super cool and exciting stuff over there for you and your loved ones. Follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. If you like our shows, do spread the word. You know, it really helps us a lot. And of course, do not forget to rate and review our shows wherever you are listening to them. You can also find all our video shows on youtube.com slash IVM Podcast. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week, Kotak Privilege Program, Capgemini and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thank you so much for making this possible. Moving on to the East, the Celtics uh, had some questions after their losses to the Warriors and the Clippers. And these are the teams that you would expect the best of the Celtics to turn up, right? But they didn't. I mean, hmm. they were pretty emphatic losses. The Warriors yep. really thrashed them and the Warriors are struggling themselves. The Clippers really thrashed them and the Clippers are struggling themselves. Kawhi Leonard played like Kawhi Leonard, we know. Do you think the Celtics are there yet? I thought they were clear one and two, like across conferences. I thought Milwaukee Celtics, you could interchange them, whatever, but they were clear one and two. But do you think the Celtics are really there after watching these two performances? And also the performance against Lakers, right? They let go of a big lead, uh, finally pulled it off. Yeah, it's somehow won in overtime. But that's because yeah, the Lakers are old AF and tired. Yeah, LeBron's 38 and yeah. what do you expect him to play 50 minutes? No. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, yeah, but it's it's the Lakers also. It's probably why they got complacent. They're like, hey, guys, relax. It's the <laughs> Lakers. Wouldn't really read too much into the Lakers game. But... Uh, um. So they had a long road trip, right? Yep. They, they had a bunch of games. Net, 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 I think they did kind of okay on the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was so, the end of the road trip, so the last three games they struggled. Yeah, and now they were, the only noteworthy game where you're like, why did they need overtime to beat the uh, Lakers? It's, it's a good question, but the Lakers made truly a phenomenal run somewhere True. in the middle of that game. And, but it was like 38-4 or something like that. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's it. They they made that run and the Lakers ran out of gas. Yeah. Overtime was just miserable. To, they cross half line and they're shooting it like everyone Steph Curry on that team. Yeah. Not out of confidence because they just didn't have the energy to make one more pass or call one more play. Uh, I This team, prior to this small road trip, was by far and away the best team in the league. Yeah. They had the best record. Uh, they had a phenomenal offense and unreal defense that has been proven at the highest level in the playoffs yeah. five, six years in a row. Now, how many times have they been done to the yeah. uh, conference finals and the NBA finals? I have no doubt this team will be right up there contending. Um, and, and despite how the East is shaping up, mm-hmm. again, it's going to be down to uh, the Bucks and the Celtics because who do you have? Brooklyn Nets, they've been putting a good string of games together, a good run of form. I would not pick them to beat either the Celtics or the Bucks in the playoffs. Right? Same with the Sixers. I, I just don't see it. Fully fit, of course, which is a prerequisite to all of these kind of wild yeah. predictions. It's not happening. None of them are taking either of these teams on. Cavs, no way. I like them. 
no way yeah. and it's donovan mitchell is not happening in the playoffs yeah. uh, as it as it would they have um, i mean I, i know halliburton is nah. the second coming of jesus slash nah, nah, uh, nah, magic nah. johnson but <laughs> yeah it's not happening so so as it the east comes down to the celtics and and the bucks as long as you have this clarity who cares <laughs> who cares when they slump when they pick up fair enough do we need to talk about the sixers because they've been putting on a silent run silently mb's got 250 plus games playing in the form that he played with last season harden's back and he's providing like what 12 14 16 assists every game yep. they are 6 and 4 in the last 10 uh, the fifth in the east they're rising up rapidly should we talk about the sixers are they silently creeping up i mean the silence helps them right like every time they've had the hype and then they've fallen flat do you think them not being discussed kind of helps them because they like they don't like playing under pressure especially harden especially embiid yeah I, yeah i don't know it's it's for me it's the i i would still trust embiid right? for me it's harden that's um that entire okc bunch minus durant who stepped up eventually that that initial okc crowd of of s broken hard and all these guys it's not that their skill drops under pressure maybe a little bit it's that their decision making goes for an absolute toss yeah like the greatest decision james harden ever made in the clutch was that that spur of the moment uh, was it against when he again against okc i think when he threw the oh, ball yeah, off yeah, lord yeah. art for the throw in throw in that was the only time he used his brain and made a sound decision in the clutch <laughs> the only time and that was a defensive play ish that's my problem with the sixers push comes to shove can they can they get it done can they close out games i don't know and, and that's injury is not withstanding fitness concerns not withstanding ben simmons all said and done it is a blow defensively to them um to not have simmons around so so i don't know it's not I, i for some reason i struggle to get excited by this uh, by the sixers i don't know what it is they don't like, have a very fun style of playing right i mean no like ever like last 10 years i haven't been excited mm-hmm. by the sixers yeah yeah okay i i hear you i'm with you on this i can't trust the sixers especially because i know that going to the playoffs where you play every alternate day mb is not going to last you see him every game 4 game 5 he's tired he's zoned out Yeah. we saw it against the raptors last season as well where he was struggling and then eventually when they got knocked out he was struggling so uh, i i think their bench their bench is better sort of than it was but i still don't trust that bench enough yeah um well it's melton and milton and coke yeah barring milton yeah i was going to say barring shake milton who's okay yeah he's okay. uh kogmas is hit and miss yeah you know, uh, montrez harrell Harrell, by the way, in the playoffs, that's another big, big, big fucking question mark. This is the yeah. guy that just zoned out in the bubble, who was amazing yeah. until then, probably six man of the year contender until then, and then yeah. did he win that year? Was it him or uh, he did win? Lowell, okay, yeah, he so six man of the year, and then just completely went bonkers, missing, and that was it. That was the time he lost his mojo. He hasn't got it back since. He's yeah. been to the Lakers. He's been to the Sixers. Um, yeah. yeah, not a very deep squad. Not not conference inspiring. Yeah, and do we need to talk about the Nets, who themselves have? nice run yeah we should this we should probably we should do Kevin Durant is playing lights out like it's entertaining right. to watch Kevin Durant when he plays like that uh, hits every shot it doesn't seem to miss at all uh guy is okay he's not really playing like the Kyrie we know but he's okay uh and they have a bit of depth now right Ben Simmons is back Royce O'Neal is playing awesome Seth Curry is hitting some shots finally Joe Harris is hitting some shots uh they look like they have the depth The only thing that's missing for the squad I would say is the size. Nick Claxton is a center. They don't really have a backup either. Mm-hmm. And they struggle when you are put against say an Embiid or an Giannis or 
anyone struggles against Giannis, but even an Embiid, even an Eaton, right? There's no one to stop somebody like that. That's where the struggle. Do you think there's a move up there for them? They should probably trade Joe Harris. Uh, I agree. I agree. Or one of the other bench three. So, so they have a lot of three shooting. Yeah. I don't know if they're the kind of team that will fully utilize that uh, uh, three shooting. Especially so when then, KD and Kyrie hogs yeah, so much exactly. of the ball. Yeah, they're not yeah. correct. There's not enough of the ball to go around. So why would yeah. you, why would you bother? So trade one of those pieces. Yes, Nick Claxton, by the way, is absolutely tradable if anyone's willing to take him. True. I don't know if anyone True. is. That's my True. problem with with, with Claxton. Um, it's something like like we were discussing probably before recording. I don't know, but what Claxton for Olenek if if Utah wants mm-hmm. that trade for mm-hmm. some strange, um, hard to explain reason, they should do it. At I least mean, they if get Utah some wants to tank, that's so how you should go. I mean, Olenek is yeah. the winner. He doesn't like to lose games. It seems very apparent now. Uh, and Utah, if they are planning to tank, they should sell their players right away. Markkanen, Olenek, these are not losing guys. Yeah, so maybe Nets need something in that direction. Um, something that that takes them there and by the way they've uh it's not a lot lot of credit that they get for making wise moves the nets um but mm-hmm. uh tj warren's been okay uh, yeah, for been a okay. guy with two back. year high hiatus yeah. you know bad at all so okay. off the bench pretty good yeah interesting team uh without moves are they going anywhere in the playoffs no if they make the right moves can they contend yeah i think so i, I think they can um take the game to uh Bucks and the Celtics if they make a couple of good moves. Mm-hmm. Asterisks two. One, like mm-hmm. every other team, this is assuming everyone's fit. Of course. Two, unlike any other team, mm-hmm. this is assuming the stars shut the fuck up, <laughs> not talk about the world war or medieval justice and injustice and, <laughs> I don't know, Babylonian code and whatever and just shut up, play basketball. And I say it in the nicest way. Uh, yeah, then, then then they probably can do something. I have an interesting trade idea for the Brooklyn Nets. They need size, right? And this occurred to me. I was a, I was at the dentist last week, and the dentist was working on my teeth, and I was like, it hurts. So you try to distract hey, spoiler alert, thinking. man. <laughs> yeah. You try to distract yourself by thinking something random, right? And I was trying to think of I don't know random thoughts and trade rumors and trade possibilities and whatnot. And like. The Nets, like you said, I think they don't need the three shooting anymore. They have Seth Curry, they have Joe Harris. Yeah. Why do you need Kyrie Irving? Trade Kyrie Irving. He's in last year. Last year. Uh, sure. Who's taking him exactly? <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I come to. It's a one-year contract, right? So teams that can throw throw in the dice. I mean, see how it works out. You know what's not working for Minnesota? Carl Anthony Towns. Why don't you do a Carl Anthony Towns for Kyrie Irving swap? Brooklyn get the size. Kyrie goes yeah, Brooklyn get a hospital a, bill. They don't get size. They get a hospital <laughs> bill. <laughs> they get size. If Carl Anthony Towns plays along with Kevin Durant, I think that's a nice combo. Kyrie is a one-year lottery. You don't have to stick with him long term. It's a one-year lottery. See if it works out. If he could really play that role that D'Angelo Russell plays. Kyrie, Anthony Edwards. Oh, oh Kyrie's going to play a role. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. I would really love to see that Kyrie, Ant Edwards, Rudy Gobert combo. Yeah. Forget everything else off court. I think on court, that'll be awesome. Wait, but where does D'Lo go in all this? You're saying trade him also. Wherever you want. Who cares? Hmm. Yeah, that's not happening. Uh, It's not happening, I know. Yeah, because it's a lottery when there's a slim chance of winning, a big chance you'll lose. It's not really a lottery with Kyrie. You know what you'll get. Minnesota already have in D'Lo a ball hog, in Cat a moody, scarcely available... Uh, mercurial big man talented never available 
Sure. Then they have the most moody young superstar I can think of in the last decade or so <laughs> in Ant. Spectacular mm-hmm. talent. I don't know where his temperament is. Like one night he decides he's the MVP, one night he decides he's, I don't know, John Clarkson or the bench, sometimes not even that. Uh, you put Kyrie in that mix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a Kardashian's reality show. That's not basketball. Isn't it already with Rudy Gobert going there and nobody passing? No, because Rudy shuts the fuck up. Rudy doesn't talk about Earth being flat. and yeah. I, don't, I can't even say some of the shit Kyrie says because we'll get in trouble. That's how bad it is. So, yeah, no, 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 no. It, it has to be to a tank team. Like something like OKC where SGA, uh, he, you know, he's scoring too much in fantasy. I don't like it. Uh, so maybe send Kyrie there and fuck it all up. I agree. Yeah, it's not happening. Nobody wants Kyrie. I mean, it's just a very fantastical move. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's happening. Uh, the last thing on my agenda was Steph's injury. Now, the Warriors are already 10th in the Western Conference, struggling. Two wins on yeah. the road out of 14. Uh, and yeah, the fucked. Yeah, they're fucked. in the middle of a long road trip where they have four <laughs> more games, starting with the Sixers tomorrow. First of all, they have nobody to stop big men like, the, like Embiid. You saw that against the Bucks last week where Giannis was just steamrolling them, like running over them. Uh... Where do the Warriors go from here? And if Steph misses, say, like, three weeks, which is like 10 to 12 games, where do the Warriors end up? Uh, probably somewhere where they are. If I mean, I don't know how long-term Steph's injury is. Uh, it's at few weeks. Both said a few weeks. So, assuming it's, say, three weeks. 10 to 12 games, that is. What would you do with the Warriors uh, if you were running the Warriors? Because my thought is, do what they did two years ago when, when Clay went out for the... Uh, oh, and Steph broke his hand and just step, right? it wasn't actually so he had a fractured hand he could have come back like 2-3 months before he did they gave yep. him the longest rest in the world and god bless them because they won the chip the next season yep and even that no, season if you remember season, they, the season after uh, the season after yeah sorry but even when Steph came back um, yep. uh, if you remember he was box office they went to the planes and yep. then finally they couldn't handle the Lakers but yep. he was amazing uh, in yep. that stretch so that rest did him good the MVP uh, despite mm. finishing ninth. So, so Steph is, he also is at that stage of the career where you're trying to maximize title winning yeah. probability. True. Frankly, even if he comes back and he's fit and they play all season, I don't see the squad winning the title this season. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but I don't think they can take the title. I don't think Celtics are going down two years in a row if they face off in the finals. Not this team. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think box, uh, you know... The, the Warriors have nobody to Warriors stop. can't handle, yeah, they can't handle yeah. Giannis. Nobody to stop Giannis. Yeah, so they're going down. Um, and Jeru's a headache, even for Steph. Jeru's a headache. Uh, yeah. They can put Middleton he's, on He's K, acknowledged that on some podcast. He said Jeru is the best defender he's faced. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I think statistically also it shows his efficiency goes down yeah. when he plays Jeru. So, yeah, uh, yeah so I, I don't see them winning any other season. So then, can you swallow the bitter pill? And say, screw it, let's give Steph some some much-needed rest. Let's get the other guys to be accountable. It's Steph rest also means, it's like a KFC combo. Like when Steph gets rest, Draymond gets rest. Yeah, Dr- like you saw that Draymond is having... Yeah, it's like nobody gets the fries without the burger, so... Operation anxiety because Steph misses and so Draymond... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. So he's out, he's out. So good chance to and try Steph out Kuminga. If Draymond are missing, then there's no reason why Clay would play either. Uh, sure, let's all just take a family vacation, uh, picnic, let the other guys figure it out. Kuminga, blah, 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 blah. Wiggins is the star of the team, go knock yourself out. Hey, number one draft pick, lead a team for fuck's sake. <laughs> so Wiggins is the new man for the Warriors. That's what I would do, just sit them out, chill, come back stronger mm-hmm. next season, figure it out. 
Wow. Okay. I don't <laughs> think it's as desperate right <laughs> I now. I know. I know. I think Hard the Warriors take. have enough picks to make a move. Like they still have this wild card and Wiseman, whom they can just give away and get home. Yeah, but are they going to do that? They could have done that last season. For some reason, they were quietly confident they'll win and bless them because yeah. they did. Uh, they didn't have a but good they'll have to make a move this season. Yeah, they they will. I think they will. I don't think they'll hang on to Wiseman for long. I think they'll get someone. To yeah. Play some. Someone who can contribute, not just someone, not some youngster. But <laughs> Miles Turner, Miles Turner. <clears throat> Miles Turner, Jacob Portal, Kuzma is saying how oh, yeah, California, yeah, so who knows, yeah. who knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kuzma, Kuzma is a good add to the, Kuzma I think we spoke add. about this before also. Rebounds, does plays a role, hits threes. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly unafraid in the clutch. He's not confident, yeah. he's just too stupid to know the risks, so he's just... I like Kuzma, he's, he's someone who gives us all, clutch. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. Great guy, good team player. Cool. We had a YouTube comment uh, last week uh, about NBA All. Uh, sorry, this is what All Star Game. Mm. There are so many guards in the West. Who would your top two be? Because there's Luca, there's wow, Dane, who's on fire. There's Steph. Yeah. Uh, there's Jamorant, who you can't drop. There's mm. Booker, and you could just pick two out of these five. I think Steph yeah. kind of kicked himself out because of this injury. Yeah. Uh, Booker gets no love, man. At All Star, it's not for the first time. Booker gets no true. love. True. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. If, if you're saying guard, guard, I think Luka would be classified as a guard in this yeah, uh, voting, yeah, right? Would. So, yeah, he's he got one spot. Yeah. Uh, fan fan favorite, he gets all of your pure of sorts. So, yeah. uh, Luka's there. Um, so, you really only have one other spot. I don't think Booker there's is getting Dame and Yeah, it's Dame. No, it's a foregone conclusion. It's Dame. Yeah. At, at this point, I'd be stunned if anyone gets picked over either of them. Maybe Russ. But that's about it. So it's between Dame and Russ, I would say. What is I'm hearing about uh, Lakers signing Russ to a cheaper contract instead of trading him? You know what? It probably will happen. Because... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we've been speaking about trading Russ for two years now. And now you're talking about signing yeah, but Russ to a team-friendly contract. No, it's a bit like uh, Cristiano's situation. But he's ending his contract. Let his contract run out. And then you're free of Russ. Why do you want to extend him? Oh, they're extending with a cheaper deal. There's a talk going on. I don't Stephen know. Maybe that's what they think. This morning. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Is it because they think that's what makes him tradable? And I miss this completely. Why they doing I this? Have, I have no idea. Why do you want to trade him? Like, just let him go wherever he wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's something about he's the black box that nobody understands. What happens between the Lakers and Russ Westbrook? There is nothing that makes sense, right? From why they were decent off the bench, don't you think? To Sure, he's paying, getting paid a lot to be decent off the bench, don't you think? Include all that. Like he's on that contract now, you can't... <laughs> yeah, he's good, he's good. He's I thought he was great in that uh, Celtics game. I but I don't know how he ran out of gas. Like, I can understand yeah. LeBron because he's older. I can understand AD because he's AD. Yeah. How did Westbrook, like his only thing is he never runs out of gas. He's always 100%. True, uh, true. Yeah, he hooved, he hooved up some threes also, which is always a bad idea. Yeah, they let him shoot. He's not taking shot, he's good. When he but they let him shoot. Shirt. Celtics just yeah. left him like acres open in overtime. Like three threes, all bricks. <laughs> Any fantasy league tips this week? Uh, yes, but you fucked it up. Uh, what's his name again? Tori Craig? Uh, mm-hmm. I picked him up because the whole... Uh, Okongu is a good pick. Underrated. Uh, yeah, because Capella, spoiler alert, is out yet again. Yep. So, Okongu is kind of like a default choice. I'm hoping he gets a little more love from Dejounte and uh, and Trey, whoever's available. Dejounte is uh, out, so Trey. Yeah, that's why I said, oh, I think like with the Hawks now, I've given up on tracking their fitness. But whoever's available, I hope they get they show some love to Okongu. That's I a good pick. Craig is a good pick. So. 
I like Devin Chenzo. Uh, Steph is out, so I think Devin Chenzo will be playing a bit more. He can hit the three. He can. Yeah, he gets a lot of steals. Uh, gets a lot of assists. So I, I, I'll be looking at him closely. How I don't know how deep uh, some of our listeners' leagues are, but if Hayes hasn't been picked up, that's like a default pick at this point. Killian Hayes. Yeah, because. Yeah, I mean, we knew for a while that Kate Cunningham, they're probably going to set him out yeah. in tank. Yeah. And yeah. they finally made that official. Everyone sort of, sort of like a, an open secret that Pistons yeah. not bring them back. And then now, so now Hayes is your default choice. Yeah. Nobody else has, literally nobody else in Detroit. Right? had a good game yesterday, right? 25 points, uh, hit yeah. threes. Good defense. You get your good solid, every second game, it's a 40 plus scoring night. And even otherwise, he's like 28, 30. So it's a decent yeah, average. Uh, hmm. Alright then, uh, nice fun talking to you and I'll catch you next week. Alright man, cheers, bye. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our social media. We're at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us, and you know you do, you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash. You want to tell us Magic Johnson is still better than Steph Curry and you don't think Steph Curry has changed the game. For all that and more, reach out to us on both Instagram and Twitter. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ, Varun, and me, Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fan's point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us, sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IVM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure, and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts from.